At God Said, Man Said, we are constantly amazed at the glorious truth of the Word of God found in His Holy Bible, even as all believers are. Those who embrace its truths find life and find it more abundantly. Just before the death of God's great prophet Moses, the man of God spoke these words of admonishment to the children of Israel. Deuteronomy chapter 4, verses 5 through 10. Behold, I have taught you statutes and judgments, even as the Lord my God commanded me, that ye should do so in the land whither ye go to possess it. Keep therefore and do them, for this is your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of the nations, which shall hear all these statutes and say, Surely this great nation is a wise and understanding people. For what nation is there so great? Who hath God so nigh unto them as the Lord our God is in all things that we call upon him for? And what nation is there so great that hath statutes and judgments so righteous as all this law which I have set before you this day? Only take heed to thyself and keep thy soul diligently, lest thou forget the things which thine eyes have seen, and lest they depart from thy heart all the days of thy life. But teach them thy sons, and thy sons' sons, especially the day that thou stoodest before the Lord thy God in Horeb, when the Lord said unto me, Gather me the people together, and I will make them hear my words, that they may learn to fear me all the days that they shall live upon the earth, and that they may teach their children." Are you born again? Would you like answers to all of life's questions? Would you like a purpose bigger than life? Would you like to be forgiven for all your sins? Would you like to have all guilt and shame expunged from your mind? As unimaginable as these things may seem, they can be just a click away. Click on the further with Jesus and begin the most magnificent journey of your life that grows brighter and brighter every day. Now for today's subject. God said, Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 through 30, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. God said, First John chapter 4, verse 18, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear, because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. God said, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 1 through 3, Let us therefore fear, lest the promise being left us of entering into his rest, any of you should seem to come short of it. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. For we which have believed do enter into rest, as he said, as I have sworn in my wrath, if they shall enter into my rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. Man said the Bible was not authored by God, but just written by men, and it has no insights of any real value. Now the record. Stress wreaks havoc in the lives of billions the world over. The great news is that there is a very real and powerful solution. J.S. Rubin, in his book, The Maker's Diet, reports on estimates from 1996 that stress accounts for as much as 75% of all visits to the doctor. I have seen recent reports that the number now exceeds 90%. The following paragraph is from the book, The Maker's Diet. 
Anyone, whether a health-conscious layperson of a health professional or a health professional, excuse me, who doubts the effect of the thought life on physical well-being should consider the partial list of diseases caused or worsened by emotional stress compiled by S.I. McMillan, M.D. and David E. Stern, M.D. in the revised and updated edition of the landmark book, None of These Diseases. The list was compiled from results of 28 separate medical research studies and tests specifically offered as references for doctors, students, and researchers seeking further proof. Doctors McMillan and Stern said emotional stress causes or worsens the following health problems. Digestive system disorders, circulatory system disorders, genitourinary systems disorders, nervous system disorders, glandular disorders, allergies, and immune system problems, inflammation of muscles and joints, infections, inflammatory and skin diseases, cancer, end of quote. Fear, another major deleterious emotion, delivers far-reaching, debilitating results. When faith is absent, the spirit of fear resides. This world's population is laden with phobias because of the spirit of fear. The great news is that there is a very real and powerful solution. Stress and fear are doors, enormous doors, through which Satan finds easy access into the lives of mankind. In order to enjoy great and glorious success, these doors must be slammed shut with authority, and the secret of the authority is found in the Holy Bible. A sister in Christ sent God Said Man Said an email demonstrating the terrible influences of stress and fear. Let's call her Sister Ruth. She is being effectively shackled by the enemy of her soul. We have altered some of the details of her email to protect her privacy. Sister Ruth, be of good cheer, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Luke chapter 12, verse 32. Today is your day of deliverance. Sister Ruth's email follows. Hello, I was saved when I was 15 years old. I've been baptized, and I've tried to live a Christian life ever since. However, in the past few years, I've been overcome with anxiety, panic attacks, etc. These things come and go. I do attend church, and my husband and I are trying to be godly examples to our children. But sometimes I become very fearful of the future, the end of the world, etc. Things are so crazy. I know as a child of God I shouldn't fear the end, but I can't help it. I worry about my family and about never seeing my children again. Will we know each other in heaven? I can't imagine not knowing my beloved family. My husband keeps saying that we should love God the most, and I know he's right. But as a stay-at-home mom uh, with three young children whom I am with all the time, it's hard to not focus on them if that makes any sense. I have doubts that maybe I'm not saved since I have all the fears. Maybe I don't love God enough. Also, I've always heard people say that to be saved, you need to have a personal relationship with Jesus. What exactly does that mean? I always pray to God the Father in Jesus' name. I don't seem to call on Jesus, but instead I always say, God, does it matter? I've always been concerned about doing everything just right. I've had trust issues in the past with my father and other men. Maybe those are underlying problems that I'm carrying over to my God-child relationship. Help! I'm confused. Is Satan trying to torment me? Thank you for reading this. End of quote. This kind of email is very typical. The born-again experience is a very real and supernatural transformation. 
2 Corinthians 5.17, old things are passed away, and behold, all things are become new. A huge part of this transformation is the renewing of the mind, which is a spiritual neurological process. Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. 2 Corinthians 10, verses 4 and 5, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations, and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. This two-part feature in answer to Sister Ruth's dilemma will deal with mind renewal and also learning to speak the supernatural language. Sister Ruth, we will refer to specific messages on this website. They will be hot links, so you can just click on them and listen. You need to visit each one. We recommend two messages a day. You will see great progress starting today. The new life in Christ Jesus has well-defined foundational requirements. First, of course, you must be born again, baptized in water by Christ's example of immersion, baptized with the Holy Ghost, and fully surrendered to the Word of God. Concerning the baptism with the Holy Ghost, you should know that most denominations do not teach this biblical experience, and they have done a terrible disservice to the cross of Christ. This is the very first commandment the believers were given to fulfill immediately after the ascension of the King of Glory. The very first the baptism with the Holy Ghost is so critical that Jesus Christ speaks these words concerning the Holy Ghost in John 16, 7. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. The first messages to review concern the Holy Ghost, and they follow. When it appears as a physical imbalance of one form or another that's causing a person's problem, it suggests to many that the solution to the problem is a physical one and not spiritual one. For example, someone may be experiencing emotional imbalances attributed to blood sugar abnormalities. This would suggest the solution is obviously a physical one, not considering that spirit always precedes the physical. It must be noted that all physical form and action is created or motivated by spirit. God is a spirit, and he created all physical things out of that which is invisible. Spirit always precedes flesh. Here's another example. The evil spirit of lust drives men and women to do physical things. They will click on the pornography on the computer, a computer, excuse me, commit fornication, adultery, homosexuality, pedophilia, rape, acts of incest, etc., etc. Spirit always precedes flesh. On the other hand, with the spirit of righteousness, wisdom, and truth precede all that is good and beautiful. Imagine this. Thinking is a function of spirit. Thinking godly, beautiful thoughts of peace, purpose, and joy produces very real physical benefits. When one is in this spiritual position, it is known that the bone marrow produces abundant amounts of red and white blood cells. The white blood cells fight disease, and the red bring life to your flesh. Spirit precedes flesh. Thus God's directive in Philippians 4, verse 8, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, 
Whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Thinking is a spiritual function. Sister Ruth, we will deal with the problems you enumerated in your email one by one. In this presentation, there will be necessary redundancies that are critical to the solution. My father, a man of God with whom I worked and ministered for many years, would regularly choose a powerful scripture verse, write it on a small card, and tape it to a lamp that sat on my desk. I would often read that verse throughout the day, finding great strength and consolation. He called them gospels. I think this name was popular in certain circles in that day. He has long since gone to be with the Lord, but to this day on my desk is a scripture written by his hand, selected from a specially stately brass box my wife selected to hold the collection. I read them often, and they yield great strength and consolation. The verse presently posted is Second Chronicles 15.7, Be ye strong, therefore, and let not your hands be weak, for your work shall be rewarded. Many powerful verses will be quoted in this article. All believers, but in particular those experiencing the kind of problems Sister Ruth has displayed, would be wise to get a handful of 3x5 index cards, write a key verse on each, and post them in visible places, such as on the refrigerator, bathroom mirror, dashboard, etc. Also take a short stack and carry them in a shirt pocket or purse. Take them out and read them perfectly out loud every four waking hours, just as you would uh, taking a prescribed medicine. The results will be stunningly supernatural. Several scripture verses we've already covered would work very well on the three by five, five cards, excuse me, and they are listed as follows. Sister Ruth writes, I've been overcome with anxiety, panic attacks, etc. Her life is filled with uncertainty, fear, stress, and bad confessions. She must turn her confession around by replacing her words with God's words. As Ruth fills her heart with God's word, she will begin to speak them. Jesus said in Matthew twelve thirty four, For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. What we say with our mouth is extremely important. Proverbs eighteen twenty one: Death and life are in the power of the tongue. When we give our hearts to Christ, we must learn a new language, the language of faith. Concerning anxiety and uh, panic, excuse me, the following gospels are prescribed. Add them to your 3x5 cards, Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 25 and 26. Be not afraid of sudden fear, neither of the desolation of the wicked when it cometh. For the Lord shall be thy confidence, and shall keep thy foot from being taken. Psalms 112.7 He shall not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is fixed, trusting in the Lord. Sister Ruth, review the following God said, man said subjects. Secrets and demonstrations of power speaking. God requires what you can't handle. Rest from stress. Some of the greatest principles of all time, part one, brains and words. Some of the greatest principles of all time, part two, setting the table. Some of the greatest principles of all time, part three, harnessing the supernatural power of words. Sister Ruth, this is part one of your two-part answer. It's important that you try to review all the messages we've hotlinked before next week's feature. Speak the good and not the evil. 
May the face of the Lord shine upon you with light and truth. Don't forget the three by fives.